0: Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about phishing, the speed of attack. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Brooke Sadi, Charles, Financial Crime Prevention Strategist with IBM Security Trusteer. Brooke, it's a pleasure to be speaking with you again. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. So, Brooke, what are the types of successful phishing attacks you're seeing and more important What do you see as the cost of these attacks?
1: So year-to-date 2017 has seen its fair share of large phishing attacks already. And some of the bigger ones are, in January, there was a sophisticated Gmail scam. Uh, In February, we saw an increase in tax-based phishing attack campaigns. Additionally, there was a PayPal attack campaign that was launched. In March, there was a Gmail phishing attack. The airlines were targeted. And also in March, this is a pretty interesting statistic, 93% of known phishing emails that were out were intended to infect victims with ransomware. So jumping to April, we saw the fake Dropbox phishing attacks. Uh, There was a Netflix phishing campaign, and Google Chrome and Foxfire were attacked with Google Docs phishing attack. And in June, we learned of an Australian bank that had been targeted where they received emails stating their online bank accounts had been locked. And when people were clicking them, they were sent to a fake landing page where their credentials were stolen. Uh, The majority came with malicious links or downloads or redirected victims to fake websites where they unknowingly gave up their banking or personal information. You know, phishing attacks are a really easy way to perpetrate an attack. uh, Creating a sophisticated way to break through a complex security system takes time and sometimes a lot of money. So why bother when you can simply trick a victim into giving up information or clicking a link? Another interesting statistic I learned is that there's been considerable growth in the amount of malware being launched, up to 230,000 samples a day, and many of these malware strains come via phishing emails or websites. And you know, since 91% of data breaches come from phishing, this has really become one of the most exploited forms of social engineering. So you know, to answer the second part of your question, what is the cost of these attacks? The Panaman Institute did a study and they estimated that it's nearly $3.7 million per attack on average of a 10,000 employee company. And some losses can go up to the tens of millions. So for something so easy to deploy, the financial game is exceptional. And you know, just to be clear that those figures I just gave, the 3.7, that's in reference to an enterprise level attack.
0: Brooke, my sense is that we're talking about crimeware as a service and it really is a commodity now. So why is it so easy for adversaries to launch a phishing attack?
1: You know, phishing attacks are easy. They're inexpensive. They have a high success rate. Phishing kits are really, really easy to purchase. A simple Google search will give you the how-to on where to find and purchase a phishing kit. This really means that anyone with the most basic Internet ability or programming and website capabilities, which most fraudsters possess, can alter it. So this really allows both sophisticated criminal organizations and the new or quote-unquote wannabe hackers the same advantage when it comes to phishing attacks. And the other thing is phishing attacks, they target the weakest part of the security chain, which is people. So people can be tricked, people can be social engineered, and people can be very trusting. And there's many reasons for this. You know, It could be they're younger, they're new to the internet, they're operating in a language that's not their native or there's the, the older generations that, just in general, tend to be more trusting. And when you really couple this with the fact that there's a strong movement from both private industry and government alike to connect our world, and this includes countries that are currently unconnected, you know, those regions, where you have non-technical people beginning to use the internet, they're not versed in attack methods, and therefore they become targets. So when we talk specifically about banking phishing attacks, it's easy for fraudsters because phishing is done outside of the bank control. The phishing email is sent to users and there's no way the bank can know about it or have any visibility to it. So when a user's click the link, the bank can't see that either. So phishing attacks happen outside the bank's reach, control, and visibility. At the end of the day, there currently is no security tool a bank can deploy on his or her online application that can detect or protect against phishing So there's limited tools that can even block these phishing attacks, which make it really easy for fraudsters.
0: Well, that really leads to my next question, which is why is it so hard for organizations to detect and defend against these attacks?
1: So phishing attacks are a form of social engineering. And social engineering is an attack vector that relies heavily on human interaction and often involves tricking people into breaking normal security procedures, handling over sensitive information, et cetera. So social engineering attacks generally involve manipulation, trickery, and trust to get victims, and this is both consumers and company employees, to hand over credentials or sensitive data. And phishing attacks can come in the form of a web page, uh, an email, a text message, and these correspondence generally appear, or I shouldn't say generally, they always appear to come from a legitimate source. So whether it be a friend, um, an employer, a retail company, or your financial institution. Now sometimes the language in the email is meant to panic the victim to believe something bad has happened. The email might say that your account's been compromised and you must provide your credentials to re-log in. Some of these will be really easy to detect by the end user. For example, if there's misspellings in the email, or maybe it comes from a long lost uncle who's the king of Spain or some other nonsense. Other times they look and feel exceptionally legitimate. So for example, you have TLDs And these are attacks performed in the web domain name that are similar to an organization's legitimate hosting page. So to break this down, an example is, let's say you do banking with yourbank.com. And you got an email from what you believe is yourbank.com. The link then takes you to a site called your.co instead of com. So everything else looks identical. The home screen, the logon page, A typical victim will not notice one letter difference on a web domain name. Some look very real, and victims do not know they've been phished until it's far too late. But because phishing is done outside the bank's control, there's no way the organization or bank can know or have visibility to it.
0: What do you find to be remarkable about the length and the success of some of these strikes?
1: Well, it only takes about 0.82 seconds from when a phishing attack is launched for the first person to become a victim. And based on research by IBM X-Force Tristere, fraudsters attain approximately 70% of credentials within the first hour of an attack. So typically a phishing site remains active for an average of 15 hours, and that really highlights the efficiency and effectiveness of these nefarious campaigns. And as a result, in 2016, 30% of phishing emails were opened with more than 13,000 new phishing sites appearing daily. Oh, and 85% of organizations admit they've suffered a phishing attack, so many of which are highly sophisticated. And these numbers are big, you know, especially in a remarkably small time frame.
0: Brooke, talk to me about IBM Security Trust here. What are you doing to help your clients to improve their phishing defenses? And the second part of that is what are some of your newest anti-phishing solutions you've debuted?
1: So IBM is really tackling the challenge head on by using patented machine learning and advanced analytics for phishing detection. So first, trust your report is on the endpoint. So we're helping financial institutions protect users. And you know, the advantage of being on the endpoint is we see things that banks may not see. Now, secondly, since the time is critical when it comes to phishing, you know, we really help clients detect and protect our users in a matter of minutes. So IBM is leveraging advanced phishing detection capabilities through machine learning to analyze unstructured website data which can include links, images, forms, text scripts, URLs and more. And when you add these capabilities to IBM Trusteer's robust analytics and other global security intelligence data, financial institutions end up with the ability to help protect their customers like never before. You know, we're using sophisticated algorithms that intelligently evaluate different vali- variables and generate a highly accurate threat score. And the score provides information showing legitimate sites from phishing sites, and as a result, these advanced phishing capabilities offer a faster method of detection of phishing sites. So our newest solution is part of IBM Trusteer Rapport. It's a different approach, one that's designed to protect banking customers from phishing attacks when they navigate to a phishing site. And that's an important distinction, one that can potentially help financial institutions reduce the cost of phishing attacks and educate their users on phishing. If a user clicks a link in a phishing email and they have Rapport, they will get an immediate response that they're accessing a phishing site. Now, because Trusteer Report solution resides on the endpoint, it acts to help end users by blocking malware threats and preventing end users from accessing identified phishing sites. And using threat intelligence generated by IBM's advanced phishing detection capabilities, the platform's continuously adapting to evolving phishing threats. So by combining advanced phishing detection capabilities with client-based detection, IBM really is offering a huge leap forward in the speed and accuracy of phishing detection.
0: Very good. Brooke, as always, I enjoy speaking with you. Thanks so much for your time and your insight today.
1: No problem. It was great.
0: We've been talking about phishing, the speed of the attack, and I've been speaking with Brooke Sadi charles financial crime prevention strategist with IBM Security Trusteer. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.